I'm Helen Karkulak. And I'm Alice Murphy, and this is Overworked But Optimistic, the podcast where we address a new topic every fortnight, looking into the various ways it affects us and consider how we can better manage the many things we like and occasionally don't like to juggle. We're all too familiar with being overworked and aiming to be increasingly optimistic. Whether you're studying, working casually, part-time or full-time, pursuing a career in big picture objectives or just trying to make it through the day, this is the podcast for you. This week's episode is all about change. Whether it's a small change, like altering your coffee order, or a larger one, like moving states, we're often apprehensive in its anticipation, daunted or even distraught by its process, and hopefully relieved once the dust settles. So how do we cope with such a process? To explore this, we've decided to chat with our good friend, who certainly knows a lot about change. Karis moved to Australia from Scotland when she was 12, only to then move from Adelaide to Sydney at 16, and then back to Adelaide last year for uni. In doing so, she somehow managed to maintain contact with friends and even keep a long-distance relationship going with her current partner. Thanks, Karis, or as I'm going to start calling her, Superwoman, for joining us. That makes my heart hurt in such a good way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are Superwoman. You do so much. Thank you. Everyone's a Superwoman in here. So can you please start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, I'm 18 years old for six more days. I'm very excited to not be the baby. I'm in my second year at Flinders University studying a Bachelor of Creative Arts, Visual Effects and Entertainment Design, and I'm a Scorpio. So open question, what do you think of when you think of change? Um, Whenever I hear the word change, I immediately get butterflies in my stomach because it scares me. But I also think of it as an opportunity to grow. I think about my past experiences with change and moving countries and states And I mainly think about the person that I would be if I hadn't been exposed to change. And that sort of scares me because I'm quite content with who I am today. Well, so you should be. You're great. So are you, Helen. (laughs) Thank you. What about you? What do you think about when you think of change, Helen? Change has always been frightening, but it can also be exciting as well. I think it depends on what the change is. If it's Mm. something that I'm looking forward to, if it's got something to do with like a career opportunity or stuff for uni or um, seeing more of my friends or the change from winter uni work to like summers at the beach very good things for that by the way yeah (laughs) same here but I feel like uh if it's got something to do with work or um a change in jobs or doing something different that I'm not really confident or don't know a lot about it's just like ah Mm, it's a bit scary (laughs) yeah Alice, what do you think of when you think of change? Scary, but also opportunity. One of the biggest changes in my life that was an event rather than a process was when I moved from my little town of Crystalbrook to Adelaide, which led me to go to high school where I met both Helen and Karis, which was obviously great because they're amazing people and now I have a podcast. It led, me <laughs> it led me to the world of music and theatre that I'm now studying and gave me so many more opportunities, including going with both of these amazing people to New York and LA. Oh yeah, that was a big change. That was That was was the first time I had travelled not with my family. Yeah. So that was a big shock. Uh Ah, it was Um, a big step. Yeah, a big step. I definitely think. And I was really nervous, but super excited because like, come on, it's New York and LA. Who wouldn't be excited? Yeah. When's our next trip happening, guys? We need to go back. (laughs) Do you consider change to be more overwhelming than it is is exciting? I think 
it's both overwhelming and exciting just at different times i agree i like, think it's a process yeah, i think definitely often a process often i'm overwhelmed in anticipation of change but then when i'm actually in it i do try and take a deep breath and enjoy the moment and then afterwards it's just like you know what that was really cool yeah yeah, yeah. i think for me change is exciting if I know what I'm changing to Mm. so the change from going to high school to university for me was exciting because I knew what I was doing and I'd gotten in and it was an exciting change whereas for me from going from uni student to uni graduate is scary because I don't know what's out there and I don't have the guarantee Mm. yeah no I completely agree and I think with graduating as well it's just like oh no what now whereas like from high school to uni it's like okay still education a lot more freedom and flexibility Whereas and there's been steps your whole life since you started kindergarten at like mm-hmm. four. It was kindy and then primary school and then high school and then university. And then it's just up dun, to dun, us. Dun. <laughs> yeah. It's that, it's that freedom that we're all like, yeah, that'll be so good. But then it comes to it and we're like, what do we want to do again? Yeah, the like, closer it gets, the scarier it gets. Yes, it definitely is. And it is getting close. I yep. did my enrollment for next year uh, last week. Wow, you're ahead I, of me. <laughs> I am still very secure, though, because my degree is four years. Okay, that's Alice's is three. Is yours yeah, three as well? Yeah, mine's three as well. Yeah, so, so next year. So next year you guys are going to be graduating. <laughs> well, I'm not. <laughs> um, I put off my degree for six months when I broke my leg and couldn't go to classes. So I have an extra six months of security. Mm. So Karis, you've done a lot of moving in your time. Can you tell us a bit about how the experience changed when you were younger, moving with your family, and then recently as an adult moving on your own? I think the change from when I was younger, it sort of, I didn't really have to think about it much because I was 12 and I just thought, okay, well, this is just another thing that I'm going to do with my family. So yeah, we moved and it was sort of, it was sad to say bye to everybody, but it was all right. I just kept going, went and to school. And it was sort of someone else's plan and it wasn't you yeah, doing exactly. the work and it wasn't on you to make it work. Exactly. So I just sort of went with the flow and it was very... It was very easy for me, not so much for my parents, obviously. That was a big decision to make. None of our family have left the small hometown that we come from in Scotland ever. So that was a big thing. But um, then moving from Adelaide to Sydney was a lot more difficult because I had grown lots of really strong relationships with Claudia, with you guys, and I didn't want to have to leave. So that was probably the most heartbreaking part, like literally driving in the car to Sydney crying, didn't want to go. But um, it turned out to be a really good thing because I got to do my final two years of school there and it was really good. I met lots of good friends. The classes that I got to do were really, really good as well. I remember just before you left because Karis and I were in music together and she's a beautiful singer and she sung this version of Adele's When We Were Young. And every time I hear that song, it still makes me think of you Mm. and you leaving for Sydney. And even though you're back here now, it still makes me so upset because I'm like, remember the time that I lost Karis? If you know of the song, as soon as that first chord hits, you're like, oh no. But um, So yeah, I moved to Sydney and it was difficult, but then again, I grew from it and I really enjoyed it and I'm grateful that we moved there because I don't know if I would be the same person I am today if that hadn't happened. And then um, moving from Sydney to Adelaide again, I moved around way too much. Oh my God. <laughs> Did you ever think to yourself like, when you were 16 on your way to Sydney, did you ever think, this isn't it, I'm going back? Did you know from then that you wanted to continue a life in Adelaide? I definitely knew I wanted to come back, but I didn't expect to have to come back on my own. We moved to Sydney for my dad's work and that's why we actually moved to Australia as well. I sort of had this 
draw towards me that like Adelaide would still be home. I wanted that to be with my family, but obviously the circumstances aren't didn't allow for that to happen. So I moved back here for uni. And even though it was really, really difficult not living with my parents and my sister because, um, well, and my auntie, she lives here as well. So leaving all of them and then coming to Adelaide without any family was really difficult. But because we had moved from Scotland originally and left lots of family, I feel like that sort of prepared me for this move. And it was just, I felt a lot more mature and ready to do it. And I'm glad that I did. We're glad that you did. Too. I'm glad that I did. <laughs> We're really glad that you did. We love having you. We here. love you guys. <laughs> uh, open question to both of you: What do you consider to be the biggest change in your life so far? Well, there have been so many. Yeah. I think for me, the biggest change was moving. My first move from Scotland to Australia. Understandably, because <laughs> it was just—it's just very different. <laughs> Scotland and Australia are very different places. We have the sun here. We have the sun, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the occasional few days that there is sun in Scotland, it's beautiful. But Also, the accents oh, yeah. are very different. Yeah. Can you give us a little bit of oh, your Scottish accent? I have accent? a party trick, don't I? Yeah, um, it's the best thing ever. Because you do change your accent. Like, the way that you speak now isn't the way that you speak when you're around your family. Yeah, that is true. Do you want to? <laughs> Can I you wanna, please? What do you want me to say? I was going to say we should do some, like, rapid-fire questions. <gasps> rapid-fire questions, go. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Mm, oh, I forgot. I'm going to do In the Scottish. accent. I was like, milk. Uh, milk. Apple juice or orange juice? Apple juice. What's your most recently listened to song on your phone? Um, Golden Thing by Cordy Simpson. The, like His one that he wrote by Miley Cyrus, which breaks my heart, but also good song. What's your favourite podcast? Uh, I think oh, there's this one that's about like students and like struggles i think it's called like optimistic and um overworking (laughs) if you could have dinner with any three people dead or alive who would they be oh my god okay um michelle obama love her ellen degeneres and probably paolo natini because he's my favorite scottish singer and i just want to be able to sing with him so i'd be like hi thanks for coming to dinner can we sing (laughs) (laughs) if your house was on fire what thing would you run back in to get um i would run back in to get my laptop because i have a lot of uni work on it that i don't want to lose also my hard drive and probably just my little box of like memories because i'm too sentimental (laughs) favorite tv show uh honestly abstract the um oh this is gonna be bad because i can't remember the rest of it but it's on netflix and it's a design series studying an arts degree and graduating into a field of creative industries are you apprehensive or excited about entering a field that is a constant site of change i'm actually very excited by it it's got to the point now where change actually excites me more than anything which is sort of scary so I do I feel all the anxiety going into a field that I would be the newbie but I feel like so many people come in and you just sort of start at the start at the bottom and work as hard as you can to just get to where you want to be and so I'm excited for that change but I definitely feel the pressure leaving uni yeah going into that field uni feels like such a safe space because it is like yes you have freedom to be creative but Mm -hmm. there's still a lot of structure yeah actually being able to find a job in that industry can be really hard yeah Yeah. I think a lot of people because we've all gone into industries where there is a lot of change and people think of as insecure and I think one of the things that I have come to understand myself is that yes being in an arts field is 
slightly more insecure than other fields, but everything's insecure in its own way. That's so true. You never know what's going to happen. And it's just, I would much rather be content and creative than mm. settling for something that I don't really want to do. Exactly. And I think if you're, don't enjoy what you're doing, you're not going to do it well. Yep. So it's not going to be secure for you because exactly. no one's going to hire you because yeah. you're terrible at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of weird to think though that we're studying degrees where everything, like it's hard to study something that changes so much. Mm. Yeah. Because what is the standard practice and the standard technologies particularly exactly, is yeah. going to be different in a year, mm-hmm. let alone in 10. Mm-hmm. So as long you just have to be prepared that you're not, going into a field that's going to be the yeah. same forever and you have to be prepared to keep learning and to keep pushing yourself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You just, you just need to accept the constant change because, mm. like, even in most of my classes, we're in the Adobe Creative Suite and every every second week there's a new update, every day there's a new update and you just sort of go with the flow. You're like, oh, okay, this happens now mm. and you just run with it and I you just need to learn. I think going into fields where there is so much constant change happening – is a reflection on us as people who need to have coping mechanisms to deal with change because it's not just personal, it's professional. And knowing how to sort of see things that are happening and adapt is a really important skill. Mm -hmm. So on that note, do you have any coping mechanisms or strategies to deal with change, whether it be personally or professionally? Um, I feel like everybody's different when it comes to trying to deal with change and trying to accept it. But, um, Personally, for me, I find that um, having some sort of release that I can sort of get out all of my emotions usually helps me because initially when uh, initially when change happens, I just reject it and I'm just stressed and I don't want to think about it. And so I have to sort of sit on those emotions for a bit and accept it and just like let them let myself figure out what I'm going to do. And then I'll just get it out in some form of creative way whether it's through music writing down a whole bunch of words in a word document and just deleting it forever like that usually helps me just having some form of escapism I think the thing you first said there is really important as well the idea of sitting with your emotions I think a lot of people think that being sad is inherently bad because it is kind of what we're taught right yeah don't be sad be happy but Mm -hmm. I think when there is a big change in your life particularly where you're losing something so you're leaving your hometown or your home country you are losing something so Mm -hmm. it's okay to mourn that and to be upset you need to grieve it really yeah you need to give it it's there's nothing wrong with being sad because you're still you're feeling that because you had something really special Mm -hmm. so be sad but then go and do something yeah yeah and I think that we're lucky as artists because we have something that we can channel that into so it's not just escapism in terms of a distraction but I'm feeling this pain and I'm going to write about it or draw or paint or sing a song Mm -hmm. that shows that and reflects it and get something really positive out of something that people always assume is negative yeah Yeah. it is okay to sit with sadness as long as you're dealing with it yeah exactly and I think there's so many emotions come with change and it just it changes depending on the person that you are and the experiences that you have. Like I said before, change sort of excites me. I get that little like adrenaline rush out of anything that changes now, but it still makes me anxious and makes me nervous and I feel overwhelmed. Yeah, it's a process of yeah, emotions. And is. as much as I feel overwhelmed in its anticipation, by the end of it, I look back and I think, oh, I'm so glad I did that. I'm yeah. so glad I had that experience. Yeah. I think I have way too much. Well, not way too much. I don't think you can have too much hope, but I have a lot of hope 
and dreams for the future. And so knowing the person that I am today, having come out of a lot of change, thinking about some big change that might happen in my life, like finishing uni, not knowing what's going to happen, thinking about myself in like five or 10 years, even a few months makes me excited. And I'm like, I know I'm going to get through this. And so I can't wait to see what's on the other side of that. I think that people who go through a lot of change and for me, the changes that I've gone through have, even if parts of it were negative, have in the long run been positive and I've learned a lot about myself where I've become stronger because of it and I'm at a point in my life where I sort of crave change yeah where I'm like okay things have been too the same for a while now let's do something different which is how I end up like dyeing my hair purple or something so it's not like I can just like spontaneously like move countries it's like (laughs) let me cut my hair why don't I rearrange my room yeah (laughs) yeah like when you've had such positive experiences with change you end up being like let's have more of it yeah yeah because it, it makes you, I think it definitely makes you a stronger person, even though, even yeah. if you don't think that it has, it changes you in a good way. It's one of those things that when you're in it, it can suck yeah. and it can be really upsetting because you lose a lot quite often. Mm-hmm. But when you come out of it, you're stronger. And I found that all the biggest changes in my life, I've learned a lot about myself yeah, and about other people and being able to become a better person. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be massive changes like moving countries or and making a big career move. Mm-hmm. It can be a lot of smaller things like rearranging your room, dyeing your hair. Yeah. Even just like little things that sort of get you thinking differently for me particularly and I assume for you guys as well doing what you do and loving what you love you sort of feel a bit more creative the more that you push yourself. Definitely. Even if it's as simple as rearranging the furniture in my room, I feel like, you know what, yes, this is the space I'm going to feel more motivated to work in. Yeah. Thinking about change in a positive way and going, you know what, I'm going to try a vitamin boost juice today (laughs) (laughs) Uh, instead of like my usual cappuccino. Like even really, really simple changes just gets you excited and thinking, you know what, this is going to be good. Mm -hmm. But if you go into it thinking, I'm going to try an apple, watermelon and mint juice and I don't really like mint, so it's probably going to be awful, then that's not a good mindset. But if you think, you know what, apple and watermelon, that sounds epic. And you know what, this juice is really epic. You just like stuff them in. I'm just going to have it. Yeah. (laughs) Take this body. And I'm glad I did because this is a really good juice. See, I told you. So that's just one example. So change is positive. Yeah, change is positive if you go into it with a positive mindset. And even if you don't and you do feel overwhelmed, and anxious usually you come out of it feeling relieved exactly it's just it's a process it is a process it's a process of frustration and annoyance and eventually acceptance so even if you go into it feeling overwhelmed and anxious hopefully you come out of it feeling maybe overworked but optimistic finish with one thing that we have to get done this week and one thing we're looking forward to so Karis can you start us off well I have a quiz that I need to go attend after this at uni so I'm excited for that to be done but I also have to get a bunch of uni work done so I just need to not procrastinate and do that and um, at the end of the week is my birthday and it's also another one of our friends birthdays and we're all gonna have a nice big celebration so that'll be good I have a presentation tomorrow which I'm not totally keen on because I hate giving presentations but at the end of the week I'm gonna celebrate Karis's birthday with her and we're gonna go drink margaritas and have a good time yes we are I have a few special cocktails brewing I'm very excited and I also wish you could be there Alice well that's awesome Alice is being a soccer mum, like an absolute queen that she is. Uh, So I have a very obvious thing that I'm looking forward to because on Friday I am going with the soccer team that I coach and we're taking them to Shepparton for a tournament. 
and I'm going to spend the whole weekend with my 15 little sisters. Um, <laughs> so cute. Um, so for me, what I'm dreading is we have a house inspection coming up, so I have to get the house ready for that. Lovely. That's the end of this episode of Overworked But Optimistic. Tune in in two weeks for our next episode. Thank you very much to our friend Karis for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. And for more Overworked But Optimistic content, check out Of But Op on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, spelled O-V-B-U-T-O-P.